Hello and welcome. This may be a place you've been many times, or this may be your first time. And either way, this is a brand new moment. So connect to your presence, open your heart, and get curious as I share real life experiences, practices, and organic medicine that will help you expand into your higher self. Because if we're not growing towards the light, we're dying in the darkness. And I'm here to tell you, you were born to live. Together, we will plant seeds, pull weeds, lean into shadows, and tend to our soil, giving us the nourishment that we need to root down and find the power within to be our most authentic self so that we may receive all the abundance that awaits us. Are you ready? Okay, here we grow. Hello, you beautiful being of light. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome to this moment. Welcome to this breath. Ah, yeah, I really needed that. I'm going to do another one. Join me. Inhale and sigh it out. Ah, wow, it's amazing how quickly that cleanses me and grounds me and refreshes me. It's so simple. It's so dang simple. And yet somehow I forget over and over and over. I forget. And then I remember and then I'm grateful. And then I forget (laughs) what a process, just the polarization of life, right? And I'm practicing this new technique where it seems so simple, but I literally count down three, two, one, and I lean in to whatever it is that I'm doing. And I just practice that right here, right now, because I started making notes and overthinking. And I thought, nope, nope, nope. That's not what we do. We just lean in, we share, we speak from our heart, and we grow. <laughs> so here we grow. I've also been doing a three, two, one to get out of bed in the morning. A three, two, one to make that phone call that I've been avoiding. You know, I use it in a lot of different ways in my life. And as simple as it is, it's very effective. And it always surprises me because at one, I get up and go <laughs> or I make that call. And hell to the yes gets me moving. Not always, but for the most part. How are you? Take a minute to check in with yourself and literally ask yourself, how am I? How am I doing right here, right now? What am I doing? Am I present? Am I in a hurry? Am I disconnected? Am I grounded? Am I happy? Am I sad? Am I curious? Am I serious? How are you? And don't give me that I'm good stuff. I'm really challenging myself and challenging people in my life to not reply with I'm good, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm doing just fine. Nope, nope, nope. We're leaning in more than that these days because it's required and it's important. And I think that when we do actually ask ourselves and be authentic and curious and honest, honest specifically with our response we actually learn something about ourselves in that moment or we learn something about someone else in that moment 
And I love when people get really creative with how they're feeling and it inspires me. I'm like, oh yeah, you're feeling lit up or you're feeling strong or you're feeling really pissed off. Yeah, tell me more. So I encourage you to ask yourself, self, tell me more. What else is there? And if there's nothing, that's cool. If there's something, lean in, tell me more. Lean in, tell me more. And then we get the opportunity to process right then, right there. So as you ask yourself, how am I? How am I doing? What am I doing? How am I feeling? Take a moment to listen. Take a moment to acknowledge. Take a moment to let yourself know that you are here for yourself, that you're an open book, that you're going to give yourself space to actually reply and give yourself space to actually listen and let your breath guide you. And maybe if you're not in the right space or the place to do this practice, remember it and come back around to it or just give yourself a couple of seconds and really ask and really listen. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling super relaxed. I just took a bubble bath and soaked my body And I always go into a bath with the intention to relax and to just let my body chill and soak up some Epsom salt. And I always hope for my mind to be really quiet, (laughs) which is always funny because jokes on me that when I'm in a space like that, it's when my mind really gets excited and it's almost like I'm hearing myself. And so all the ideas start to flow and, you know, it's typically positive. And there's also some things that I recognize that I've been thinking about a lot that have been weighing me down. So I allow, allow myself to just think about them. I'm like, okay, okay, I hear you. Okay. And then I move through it and then other things come up and I notice the more I give myself space to think through it in actual time, then I am able to move forward with a little bit more ease. And if that same subject or same situation or same person keeps popping up into my head, I recognize that there's more there. And so I just start asking questions and getting curious with myself. What is it about this person? Why do they keep coming up? What is it about this situation? What, do, what needs to be done, if anything? What is it about the way that I'm feeling? How can I nourish myself in a different way? And I let it roll. And almost always I actually clear through it. And it's just such a relief. So I recognize that I go in to this stillness practice with the desire to be quiet. And it's actually the opposite of what I get and I used to fight it and be so frustrated like oh I made this bubble bath and there's candles and I'm here to soak and to chill shut the f up I need this time I need this time and I also respect and honor that it is the time to go within and I respect and honor that I'm creating space for these thoughts to come up and so that's what they do 
that's when they feel like they can really get my attention. And I have a lot of epiphanies in the bath and in the shower. Um, I like to use my shower time like a cleansing of energy too. I really make it ritual-like, like, okay, just I'm washing off the day or fresh in the morning, like bringing myself to life and awakening. And I use a little bit of eucalyptus oil and I drop it down in the back of the shower. So it kind of just invigorates me. And then I just take my time and I really use this moment that can be so rushed through as a part of our to-do list And I make it about a get to do and I make it about really caretaking for myself and self-love and what a beautiful practice because really when we're cleansing our body, we are giving ourselves a really powerful act of self-love and we forget. So I honor this space and this time and I welcome all the thoughts and the ideas. And it's so funny that sometimes I get out and I feel like I was in a time machine. I'm like, where were all those thoughts? Where'd they go? Where'd all those ideas go? Wait, 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 I want them back. (laughs) And sometimes I write them down while I'm in the bath, but that gets a little bit messy in my paper or I would try and write them on my phone, but then I'm on my phone and I don't want to be. So it's quite the balance. It's quite the balance, but I'm just saying this all out loud because I think that it can be easy to box ourselves into these moments where we feel like we have to have this perfect practice and have just the most epiphany moments and you know that our stillness practice should be silent and yada yada yada. So I just open this up and share this with you not only to bring it to light for myself but maybe inspire you to not be so hard on yourself. And in those moments when the mind is overthinking, just listen. There's so much there. There's so much there to be said. So that is our practice. That's our practice today and tomorrow and for the rest of our existence is is really truly listening to ourselves and noticing what comes up. And if it gets really overwhelming, just taking some big deep breaths right? And thanking yourself, thanking your mind, like, wow, I've been thinking about this for a long time. Thank you for bringing it up. And I'm ready to move forward. Starting this dialogue with ourself, like how powerful is that? And this leads me to how powerful our thoughts truly are. So we're going to start with a practice to really prove this. I'm sure you already know this, but Close your eyes if you can and imagine yourself, and if you can't, I think that you can imagine yourself either way, eyes closed or not, but just take yourself into this beautiful marketplace, an outdoor market, people walking all around, all different types of booths with homemade goods and food and collectibles and charities and Whether your local town has a market like this on Saturday mornings through the summer like mine does, or if you're just imagining one out in the middle of of a beautiful country. I know Guatemala had a really beautiful outdoor market every day. So just take yourself wherever you want to go and just start to put yourself in this market and hear the people, feel the temperature, notice the flowers, notice all that's going on around you, kids laughing, dogs barking, 
people talking, smiling, greeting each other, walking through this market. You're just feeling it all. Feel it all. Put yourself right there right now. And then you slowly make your way over to this incredibly colorful, vibrant fruit stand. This person has grown all of their own fruit and it's just the most delicate delicacy you've ever seen. Gorgeous in color. Bright yellows and reds and purples and lime greens and all of the beautiful colors of the rainbow that you could possibly imagine. The beautiful colors of the fruits that are just shining and glistening and you pick up a lemon and the person is so proud of these lemons and she says, you must try them. You must try one of my lemons. And so you're moving it around in your hand and you're just really looking at all the different textures of the lemon and you say, yeah, why not? Of course. So she takes it from you and cuts it in half and you start to put the lemon up to your mouth. And before you put it in your mouth, you give it a nice smell. And right now you can already tell what the lemon looks like and is going to taste like and you decide to lean in so you take a nice big slurp and a bite into this lemon and immediately right here right now you feel the sourness of the lemon your mouth might be watering your jaw and the back of your jaw bones where it connects it kind of gets that just little tension in it right? And you just, you cringe a little. The lemon is sour and we know this. And we've created this sensation throughout the body just by thought alone. And so this just shows us how powerful our thoughts are. And for me, as I find myself in my stillness practices, I like to honor the thoughts that are coming up and notice them and notice how they're making me feel So that if I do recognize that they've been holding me down or holding me back or making me feel heavy or sad, I can honor that and do what it takes to move through it. And it might take some time if it's a heavier, bigger emotion, but I allow myself to process it because the more we suppress it down and push it down and pretend like it's not happening, the more heaviness and the more weight we carry in our system. So notice your thoughts and notice how you actually speak to yourself. Notice the thoughts that come up as we speak to ourselves. Are they kind? Are they helpful? Are they supportive? I know that before I started my practice of being aware and finding a stillness in more often than not each moment of my day as much as I possibly can. I know that it's not physically possible to do it every second, or maybe it is. I just haven't gotten there. Maybe that's true enlightenment. But before I started this practice, the thoughts would just run rampant through my head, uncontrollable. And they weren't super supportive. I was never doing enough. I never looked good enough. I was just constantly beating myself up, constantly. And it wasn't until I stopped to notice these thoughts that I was able to make a shift. And I now recognize how important it is to tell ourselves that we're proud of ourselves, tell ourselves 
that we love ourselves, tell ourselves that our body is perfect and healthy and wise, no matter what it aesthetically looks like. Especially us women have been programmed and have this conditioning to be so hard on ourselves, so hard on our looks, especially. It's never good enough. Our skin's never perfect enough. Our hair is never long enough or the color that we want it to be. Our skin isn't smooth enough, right? And we're constantly altering or fighting with ourselves around this physical being that we are when really what truly lights us up is our soul and our soul within. And if you're a man that experiences this as well, I think that it's important to honor that. Like we're always striving to be something that we're not, right? Like men tend to want to be strong enough and financially supportive enough and smart enough and working hard enough. And, you know, we all deal with our own struggles on either side And until we get really clear on what these thoughts are and how they're making us feel, then we don't have the opportunity to change it. So just like the lemon, when we're constantly thinking of thoughts that are negative and hateful or just tearing ourselves down, it creates a feeling within our system. And that feeling, like the lemon that makes you tense up makes you tense up over and over and we've maybe become so accustomed to it that we don't even notice we say a negative hateful comment towards ourselves and our body does shudder but we don't notice because we're so used to it now flipping that around for me the beginning part of my practice when I recognized these thoughts and started shifting them I almost didn't believe myself it felt fake And it felt uncomfortable, like, oh, Nick, I'm so proud of you. And I'd be like, what? (laughs) Who are you? And what do you want from me? And I had to lean in. I got to lean in and I got to listen even more. And I got to take some time in the mirror and just smile and look in my own eyes. And the first few times I did mirror work and mirror practice, it was very difficult. I cried a lot. It was almost like I had not fully seen myself ever. It felt like I was, every time I was looking in the mirror, I was seeking out the parts of myself that I didn't like. I was seeking out my faults. I was seeking out the negative aspects of my body. How sad is that? Like even just saying it out loud. And yet it was so conditioned in me that I didn't even notice that's what I had been doing. And so this mirror work and this mirror practice was really intense. And yet it brought me closer to myself than I ever had been before. And, you know, I still have my days where... I look in the mirror and I see my flaws and I almost always immediately shift and I shift to something I love about myself or I shift to, yeah, but I'm working on it or yeah, but I'm strong. I might still have cellulite on my thighs and my butt, but I'm strong and I feel good. I can squat it out. I can hike up that mountain, right? Like this external physical body has been so defined by our thought of what it looks like and instead of getting into the feel of it 
And I'm sure that men can relate when it comes to the physical attributes of their body just as much as women can relate to. And I am not sure that that's really talked about. And so I just welcome this practice. I welcome getting to know ourselves on a more intimate level, getting more in touch with how it actually feels when we speak the way that we do about ourselves. And I know that this is becoming more of a mainstream talk, like talk to yourself like you're your best friend. And actually Tiffany brought it up on our last podcast. And I don't think it could be said enough because until we do the inner work, until we really lean in and love ourselves, we are not able to fully show up authentically and honestly and truthfully and vulnerably in this world. And I feel like I am on a mission to really help bring people to this inner work so that they can light up their fire within. And sometimes when we get to that fire within, it's a little ember and we don't even recognize ourselves. We don't even have a light to lean into. But that ember will always be there. As long as you are alive, you will have an ember of light within. And so when you get to this space and you finally recognize how dim the light is, I invite you to honor it and be so gracious and start really small and just slowly start fanning this flame. If you've ever seen an ember, you know that the smallest breath of air can light it up. So pick the smallest act of kindness and start lighting that ember up. And it's so, so powerful. And you get to come back to this practice over and over and over. I recently heard a guide that I follow. I just absolutely love his work. His name is Lee Harris. And he was talking about working with a client and he brought her to a meditative practice. He calls it channeling. Um, I believe it's a stillness practice, a breathwork practice, a meditative practice, a channeling practice can be very specific. Neither here nor there, but he brought her to connect to herself, to do the inner work. And he challenged her to show up once a day every day for a week. And when she came back, she said, wow, it was really great. And I really loved it, but it didn't seem very helpful. And he thought, that's interesting. Okay, let's lean in. Let's, let's talk more about it. And so they started talking about it. And she said, yeah, I loved it. I could hear my inner voice for the first time. I started listening to it. I started understanding the things I had been talking about and saying to myself. And then all of a sudden, this this intuitive voice, which were her guides as she was channeling, the intuitive voice started talking and he gets all interested and says, yes, what did they say? And she said, they just started telling me how loved I was and that I am doing a good job and that they're proud of me and so on and so forth. And he looked at her confused and said, and so why isn't that helpful? And she just thought, I just really can't. I mean, how am I going to use that in my everyday life? And he said, let me ask you, is that how you talk to yourself normally? And she said, well, no, I've actually never really heard those words very often, if if at all. 
And he just gave her a big smile and said, I think this is probably one of the most helpful guides you could have in your life. And I hope that you believe them because life is hard. And we have a lot that we get to face every single day to stay afloat in this body and in this life and in the trials and tribulation and in the polarization and in all of the darkness that really comes with the light side of of the world. As we know, the light comes with the dark. The light comes through the dark. And so we need both to operate. And yet it can be so heavy, especially if we don't have a practice, especially if we're not speaking to ourselves with kindness, especially if we're actually believing the negative headspace that continues to arise over and over and over. I can't think of anything heavier or darker to hold and carry And yet we're unconsciously doing it every single day. And so I invite you, I needed a big breath there. It felt really good. Big breath if you need one with me. Yeah, I invite you to try this practice on. And it is a practice. And there's a reason that it's a practice because it takes time. And just notice the thoughts that you've been carrying with you for a long time and actually notice if it's yours to carry or if somebody when you were younger gave you that thought. If they put that intentionally into your mind that you weren't good enough. I don't think that they intentionally did it, but it was with intention that they said it. Maybe they were unconscious. Maybe they were conscious. Who knows? Not for us to know, not for us to lean into, not for us to carry. But ask yourself, did somebody hand me this hurtful comment? And have I been carrying it for the majority of my life? You're too quiet. You're too loud. You're too fat. You're too thin. You're too freckly. You're too pale. You're too black. You're too white. You're too strong. You're too weak. You're too masculine, you're too feminine, your teeth are big, your eyes are small, your butt, your boobs, your hands, your feet, all of it. Think of all of the ways that we are so hard on ourselves. And yet, this is just our gravity suit for our soul. Our soul is what's most important, that ember within, that fire that burns. And once you find this fire again, and once you fan its flames and truthfully, honestly, vulnerably believe the flames as they start to grow bigger and bigger, you will light your life in a way that you could have never imagined. That fan is your thoughts and that flame is your soul. And then between the two, you light your spirit up. And then you get to share it with your world. And it won't be an everyday thing. But I can tell you from experience that what you, once you start to light that up and you start to feel that feeling, I can almost promise you, you won't want to go back. I can promise you that you will really decide that you no longer want to talk to yourself in that way. That you will start to 
have more respect for yourself than that. That you will start to honor and cherish and love yourself more than you ever have. And once we turn this around from the inside, we start to recognize how we speak to others, maybe due to our own wounds, and how we allow others to speak to us. And so once we establish this internal practice and establish this greater connection with ourself, we get to set boundaries in our life. We get to show up in a new way. We get to develop stronger connections with people, places, and things as we start to open our eyes and receive the gifts that are all around us that maybe we didn't notice because we were so stuck in our head talk and so stuck in the dark and the negative, so stuck in telling ourselves that we're not good enough, that we weren't even receiving the gifts that were all around us. Because when you are telling yourself a story of not good enough, of not pretty enough, of not successful enough, of not fill in the blank enough, and you believe it, then no matter what someone else tells you, you won't believe that either. And maybe it will hit a little different and you'll get a little spark of like, oh, somebody thinks I'm pretty or somebody thinks this highly about me. Somebody thinks this way about me. But it doesn't really settle in because you don't believe it for yourself. So what does your soul need? What do you need to hear right here, right now? What's one reoccurring thought that you've been telling yourself for a really long time that you give yourself permission to make a change rewire repattern that head talk make it small today if something big and grandiose is popping up and you're ready to lean into it then please do so but I encourage you to keep it just really simple right like I really like the way that you smile and I believe in you I really like your handwriting I really like the way that you speak or use a certain word I really like the way you sing and I wish you would sing more I really like the way that you play with your kids or you interact with your grandchildren. I really like how you're super supportive to that one friend that calls you and no matter what, you're there for her or him. I really like that about you. The list can go on and on if you let it. And now I would like for you to believe it. Believe it so much that just like the lemon, you feel it deep within your body. You feel your body react to it. You feel your heart warming. You feel your stomach moving. That's where we hold so much of our emotion. They say that our gut is and our stomach is our main center for emotion. And actually when we're depressed, it's because of a gut situation. Our gut feeling, the way we speak to ourselves, the way we nourish ourselves, the way we treat ourselves. So get to the gut, get to the root and really feel it. And if you don't feel it right away, know that it is a practice. Notice what else you need to hear from yourself in order to start believing it. 
find a picture of yourself that you really admire and you love the way your eyes are shining or your smile is glowing or your hair is flowing, no matter how much or how little you have, it doesn't matter. Just pick this image of yourself and hold it. I have an image of myself from when I was a little girl and it's on my altar with all my oracle cards and my favorite books and a picture of me and five generations of women, my mom, my grandma, my great grandma, my great great grandma brings me to tears every time I see that picture because I see so much strength and not one of those women would ever tell me some of the things that I used to tell myself. None of them would let me do that. And so if you've been doing that to yourself, I'm here to give you permission to let go. Let go of the negativity you've been holding on and carrying. Let go of that pain. Let go of that shame. Let go of that story. It is no longer yours to carry. Would your mother or grandmother or great-grandmother or grandfather or dad allow you to speak to yourself that way whoever you resonate the most with in your life and maybe there's some pain there from that relationship but think of a relationship in your life that was so uplifting that was so supportive and think of that beautiful human that had a part in raising you that had a part in supporting you And think of that person and ask yourself, would they allow me to speak to myself like this? And I have a pretty good feeling the answer would be no. And actually, they'd be pretty disappointed if they knew that you carried on in this way. Right? We hold their emotions still within our body, whether they are here or not. We continue to carry their life in our system, in our cells, in our heart, in our body. How can we honor that? Honor this life that we get to carry on living? How can we honor ourself and light our light to make our ancestors proud, to make our family proud, to first and foremost make ourselves proud? I'm here to tell you that when you start feeling proud of yourself, you will start hearing the real joys of life. Life will start singing to you. You will feel it in a whole new way. Lean in. Keep listening. Keep trusting the process and know that you are worthy. I see you. I feel you. I hear you. I appreciate you. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. I'm so grateful to have this platform to be able to share and connect. And it's just truly an honor. And I'm recognizing how much healing this process is for me. Whether there's one person listening or 10 or 20, it doesn't matter. It's so easy to get caught up in the validation and the likes and the support. And of course, it feels good. Of course, I love to know one person is listening. And yet, I'm going to show up anyway. Because I have a newfound respect and honor for myself. 
And it's not from ego and it's not from proving that I'm better than anyone else. It's truly a heart-centered, intuitive, soul, spirit, trust and appreciation and love. And I get to continue this journey and keep loving myself more and more and more. And of course I have my days where the love isn't as apparent. But I feel really lucky that I have this practice and I can sit down with myself and really get clear on why I'm feeling that way that day or what I actually need. Do I need rest? Do I need water? Do I need just time and space alone? Do I need to go to nature? Do I need to be around people? Do I need to just chill? (laughs) Right? Like we get to choose. And it isn't until you listen and understand yourself and know what you need that you are able to give yourself exactly what what you need. Because it will be different in every single moment. If you're sitting in the middle of a hurricane and Life is just throwing it at you. Work is chaos. Family is chaos. The world is chaos. Can you find the eye of that storm and really just trust the process? That to me is the inner work. And not that you're just going to be meditating like nothing affects me. I am good. I got this. (laughs) We're going to have our moment. We're going to be responsive. We're going to maybe be reactive. Whatever happens in that moment happens in that moment. And can you cultivate a practice so strong that you recognize like, oh man, I didn't show up the way that I really feel proud of in that moment. Let's just give ourselves some space, ask ourselves what we need and find what you are proud of yourself in that moment for. Maybe it's for recognizing that you need to step back. Maybe it's for just even hearing and listening to yourself that you're just not in autopilot screaming at people right? Like that's a win. And we get to over and over and over keep showing up and keep proving that this practice is worthy in our life because we are worthy, because we love ourselves, because we speak to ourselves in a way that we're proud of. And if you need any guidance on this, or you have any questions on this or if something's coming up that just doesn't feel like you can work through it I'm here I'm here for you please reach out please submit questions please know that there are many many resources for you many other podcasts many other books and yeah you're worthy of the work so I hope this resonates with you. I hope that there was a moment that spoke to your heart that really feels like an epiphany, feels like a practice that you can add to your everyday life and feels like it's going to help you connect on such a deeper level and see and feel and experience life in a whole new way. That's really my intention. And I'm so grateful once again, just so grateful Thank you for doing the work. Thank you for listening. And if all this sounds really new and you're still just totally unsure, that's okay too. I just want you to know that the more we hear it and the more we feel it and the more we lean into it, the more it will light our life. And that little ember within you will start to burn brighter and brighter and brighter. 
have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Here we grow. Love you. Bye.